Okay, going to Erev Shabbos, Rabbi Sai. Welcome, everyone. Ruch Mavayim. We have a lot to do today. We're going to start with the Shir on Davar Yafa Bi'itai. Firstly, it's Parsha Shemais. So I hope everyone has their Sefer on Shemais. Sefer Magadraki on Shemais. It has a lot of good material. It's almost 700 pages of material on Sefer Shemais. So if you don't have it yet, you could go to RabbiDG.com. You could order it. You could go to better storm stores near you. Also, you thought you only need Rameir for, for Hanukkah time? No, you need it for these parshas. On this week's parsha, there's a piece on B'ni B'chayri Yisrael. Then we have piece on Yitzhiya Smitzrayim. And then on Shiraz Hayam, a few pieces, Amatan Torah. Okay, now we have very exciting announcements. Uh, before we begin, I'm going to take you to our uh, email. Um, Please subscribe to our email. Go to RabbiDG.com and hit the subscribe button and uh, you'll get our emails so you'll know about upcoming events. So the first upcoming event you need to know about is for the very first time ever. You like this poster? Miami, 5784, Yarche Kala. We're going to have a Sugyo Yarche Kala for uh, two and a half days, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, March 3rd to March 5th. There's very limited space. So you want to book now. It's going to be uh, learning in the morning and the evening. In the afternoon is time off. There'll be an outing together. There'll be an opportunity to spend time together, uh, davening, learning, and uh, if uh, just to be able to catch up. So uh, if, if you're currently in Florida and you want to join us, you're more than welcome. If you're in Amsterdam and you want to join us, you could also join us wherever you are. You're very welcome. We would love to see everybody. Okay, that's March 3rd to March 5th. Um, please join us. Let's see. Where else are we going? To Italy. Okay, February 17th to the 22nd. We're going to be going to uh, Kvarim of Meni Gedali Yisrael, Rabbi Huda Ari of Modina, Rabbi Yom Bachor, the Abar Benel, Rabbi Moshe David Bali, the Zara Shimshain. We're going to go where the Chida was originally buried on his... We're going to be in Italy for the yard time of the Chida. We're going to see Lavarno and many, many uh, Ramami Pano, Ramosha Zakuto. And uh, if you have time, if you see this tower over here, you might want to put a little thing underneath to make sure that it's straight when you get there. See, see what you can do. Okay. Dover Yafavita. Here we go. So, Baruch Hashem is the after the Shmaya. We completed Sefer Voracious with a lot of heavenly assistance. And now we begin Sefer Shemais. And uh, it's really amazing that Sefer Shemais and the subject matter of this week's Parsha is not just timely, it's more than timely. It's usually we say that the Parsha is connected to the time of the year. Now we have a rare instance more than that. Not only is the Parsha connected to the time of the year, the Parsha creates the time of the year. The reason why it's this time of the year is because of these Parshas. So the Parshas and Shemais are not just Yafeb but it creates the whole Zman Hashanah, namely we're now in the Parshas of Shoibavim. Even if you look in the Berhetev, in Simen Tafresh Pehe, Simkatan Zayin, Berhetev brings that some are knowing, especially in a uh, Ibriyar and a leap year, to establish fast days 
during uh, on every Thursday, eight times during the day, the weeks of Shavuot, and Darizal writes in the Sharuf Hakodesh Tikkun Chazayin that these weeks are predisposed to be masakin the Avera of Kerry. Which means, just for the sake of clarity, that uh, um, a man, single, married, has to be careful uh, to guard their eyes and guard their thoughts so that they don't have uh, immodest thoughts and create some kind of uh, emission. Because even that is considered a certain lack of modesty. Okay, just I'm just clarifying for those who might not know what this teaching is. And the Jewish people hold themselves to a much higher standard than any other nation, where Hashem demands of us, because we're princes, we're the sons of the king, that we conduct ourselves with the highest level of sanctity. And if a person stumbled in this area, even unintentionally, we try to rectify it during these weeks. Why do we do it? Why do we try to rectify it during this these weeks? By the way, we'll see how is it rectified. So simply, the original custom was to fast on every Thursday during these weeks. But it begins the week of Parsha Shemais. It began yesterday. Why? It's an amazing thing. The in the slavery in Egypt, the Sheba in Egypt rectified the carry of other Marishan. What does this mean? After Adam Arishan ate from the Yitzhadas, he separated from his wife for 130 years. During those 130 years, as Martin Erdogan says on the that Adam Arishan saw carry, he emitted against his will. It's a Gemara and Erdogan. And the, the bondage of the Jewish people that we read about during these weeks rectified Adam Arishan. And it ended with Kisikna Evidabri. So we see from the Berhetev, quoting Narizal, that because we read these parshas of Shemais, and we read in these weeks about how other Marisha and God is rectification, the reading of the subject matter makes it that these days are more predisposed to rectify the Sinian. So let's try to explain, because how does the bondage in Egypt in any way uh, rectify other Marisha? So in the Shar HaKavanah of the Arizal and the Shar HaPsukim on the Sukh Parsha, again, he quotes Gwaran Ervin that during the 130 years that Admarishan was excommunicated for sinning, he was Moitzi Zara Lachinsai. Yoicheved was the Tikkun for Chava. That's why Yoicheved gave birth to Moshe at 130 years old, connected the 130 years that Admarishan separated from his wife. And amazingly, Moshe Rabbeinu was the Gilgal of Hevel and Chase, the sons of Chava. And when the Pasuk says, Batar Ha'isha, it's that very first woman. Which first woman? Chava. Ha'isha Ternosat Imadi. She sinned, she caused sin, and now she rectifies it with the birth of Moshe Rabbeinu. Now that Rizal reveals something, that, of course, only the Arizal could reveal. That the souls of Kedusha that were emitted with the, in the carry of Adam Arishan for those 130 years were reincarnated in the generation of the Mabal. And that's why the generation of the Mabal continued in that path 
And they too were Mashkes Zaram. And then they were reincarnated again in the generation of the Haplaga, the generation of dispersion. Ah, oh, says Arizal, now we understand why it was decreed on the people in Egypt, on Klal Yisrael, who were the reincarnations of these souls, why they had this bondage, a torture, that there was never a torture like this, because this generation of the flood was Mashka Zaram, and they were punished in a flood, so it was decreed again on the Jewish people that their baby boys thrown into the water, like the flood. Now we understand why the boys, because the, the indictment was on the boys. And then in the Dar HaFlaga, they continued in this path, and they sinned with Levanim. They said, Hava Nilbana Levanim. Therefore, by Yamaru and Chayim and Mitzrayim, Bechoymer Uvalvanim. An amazing uh, revelation of Ari. And again, in Sharuch HaKodesh, he says that during the time that we read these parashiyas, it's this gula that a person's tshuva should be accepted for those who uh, fast for the sin of Kari. Therefore, beginning with Parsha Shemais, because at, at Parsha Shemais begins the Shibud and the Tikkun, and it concludes with Parsha Meshvatim. So Rabbi Stein, this is not only a Dover Yata Itai. This is not just an example where the Parsha is connected to the time of the year. More, the Parsha creates the time. The reason why this time of the year is Mesugal for rectifying this sin is because we read these parshiyas. Now, let's take this further. Because if you have any uh, pregnant people in your house or family members, there's an entire another dimension of Shaitan. The Labush and Simon Tafresh Pehe brings what's the connection of Shaitan to these parshiyas, especially in Ashanam Uberes, and I saw this in the uh, writings of Rav Kain Falaji. He says that because there's an extra month in the year, it could cause some kind of disruption in the reproductive cycle of a woman. There are more miscarriages in a leap year than in an ordinary year. And therefore, they were massacring to fast during these eight fasts for every Monday and Thursday of a leap year in order that a woman should not miscarry. So you'll ask, what does praying that women should not miscarry have to do with these parshiyas? So since these parshiyas talk about the proliferation of the Jewish people, in, in this week's parsha we read about the population explosion of the Jewish people. Uvnei Yisrael paru vayishutsu vayirbu vayatmu we talk about Klai Yisrael exploding from 70 to 3 million. So therefore, these weeks are predisposed to assist the fertility rates and the reproduction of the Jewish people. Therefore, Shoivim is after these weeks. Again, we see that there's a, uh, a remarkable connection where it's the Parsha that creates that these are the Zman, that this is the Zman of Shoivim. Two more ideas. We're in Chaydash Tebes. Even though Moshe Rabbeinu was born in Adar, and when his mother hid him for three months, presumably presumably the months were Cheshvan, 
excuse me, Kislev, Heve, Shabbat. So even simply, presumably is the month of Teves. The Zayar says that it refers to a, a different three months, Hamos, Oven, Teves, the three months that belong to Esau. But either way, whether whether it's referring to the simple three months, meaning Kislev, Teves, Shvat, or Hamos, Oven, Teves, according to the Zayar, for sure, the last month of his fighting and his protection was the month of Teves. So this is this is the month of Teves. And so it's very timely to read about at this time. And often Parsha Sermois is Shabbos Mavarchim Shabbat. Shabbos Mavarchim Shabbat. In fact, this year it's Shabbos Mavarchim Shabbat. Does anybody know? Raise your hand if you know what is the astrological sign of Shabbat? A bucket. A bucket. It's very interesting. Sefer Yitzira writes, the Bnei Tzatzvah quotes it, that the astrological sign of Shabbat is a bucket. And it's very, uh, the Leka Midi Deleiramizu Moshe Rabbeinu rescues the daughters of Yisroi. And Yisroi says, how did you get here so quick? They said, nah, an Egyptian saved us. V'gam daloi dalalanu. Dala, milashen dali. We've already reached the month of Shabbat. By the way, the gematria of the gam daloi dalalanu. Vayash is choyde Shabbat, says the Sefer Vayan Shmuel. The Bnei Yisoscha writes, an amazing thing, that even though ain't mazel Yisrael, you know the Jewish people have no mazel, that just means we could overcome it. But fundamentally, we do have a mazel. The mazel of Klai is a bucket. And the reason why our mazel is a bucket is it depends what you fill it up with. See, there's no inherent force that controls us. It's how we utilize it. So our mazel inherently is believed. So the Bnei Soska writes, Yisroi was a very great astrologer. And when his daughters said to him, an Egyptian man saved us, and he also, when they emphasized that even though he's an Egyptian, he was, and he said, is the mazel of Yisrael. Yisrael figured it must have been a Jew whose mazel is believed. And therefore he says, why do you leave the man? Ish is Gematria Shabbat. Yisroi knew this was a man connected to the month of Shabbat, namely Moshe Rabbeinu. Okay, so that's Davar Yafe Beitai. That is our first offering of 